Without warning, he grabbed Carr's head and pushed it to the side. First left, then right, rocking back and forth with sharp jerks. A beating had never felt so good. You like? asked the Talak, a combination attendant, masseuse, and scrubber in the exclusive Turkish bath. Gave me goosebumps, said Carr. We move on when you're ready. Awesome! Carr rolled off the hot marble slab, letting his bones soak in the warmth from the steam. Then he went out through an archway opposite the one where he'd come in. The talak was waiting, a razor in his hand. "'I think I'll skip that, thanks,' said Carr. The next stage of a traditional Turkish bath, tozu, the removal of hair from all parts of the body, was generally optional for foreigners— but the attendant looked disappointed as he put his blade away and led Carr through a set of columns to a shallow marble bath. There, he poured water over the American and began rubbing his torso with a camel-hair glove several grades rougher than coarse sandpaper, pulling dead skin and hair into his fist. "'Tickles!' said Carr as he was flayed. After he was buffed down, Carr was soaked with a cream that smelled like olive oil. He felt like a chicken being prepared for a barbecue. A rinse with ice-cold water followed. It took three large basins to properly baste the six-six American whose muscles tingled with each splash. Finally, the talak pronounced him finished by flapping a fresh towel in the air, wrapping it ceremoniously around Carr's midsection. As a final gesture, he gave Carr a long lecture in Turkish on the history of Turkish baths, they extended to the Romans, who had made their capital here in Istanbul in the 6th century, and their many health benefits. Since the American had no idea what the man was saying, he nodded as soberly as possible, given the circumstances. Only when he was properly educated did the Telok see fit to release him, pointing toward an archway beyond the columns. These led to the Masak, or cold room, a lounge where bathers went to recover from the ordeal of coming clean. Carr's wooden clogs were two or three sizes too small, and he felt a bit like a ballet dancer in special shoes as he ambled into the room. The only other occupants were two middle-aged Turkish men sharing an argali, a classic Turkish water pipe, smoking apple-scented tobacco. Carr smiled at them, giving his head a half-bow. One of the men said something to the other, and they both laughed. "'Yep!' said Carr, laughing himself. <laughs> Definitely my first time. He ran his fingers through his yellow hair. Guess it shows, huh? The men looked at each other and laughed again. They were in their fifties, obviously well off or they wouldn't be here. They sat on a large couch, covered with a cloth so thick it looked like a rug. A tray of dried apricots sat on a small table at the side, along with two glasses of Elma, or apple tea. Uh, stuff in the pipe smells good said Carr. Uh, what is it, ganja? Eh? asked one of the men. Dope. Pot. Carr put his fingers to his lips as if smoking a joint. The men remained confused. Marijuana. Oh, no, 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 said the man on the left. This is tobacco, he said, speaking in English. Here, join us. Me? Carr glanced around. "'Yes, yes, come, come. You're American?' "'Born and bred,' said Carr. "'You guys?' The man turned, looked at his companion, then burst out laughing. 
We're Turkish, said the first man. Well, no, you just speak English real well, said Carr. English is the universal language, said the second man. Come, sit with us, young fellow. Heavy smoke, very good. The men moved over on the couch, and Carr sat between them. He took a hit on the water pipe and immediately began to cough. This amused his new friend so much, they nearly fell off the couch laughing. He did better with the second puff. The smoke had a soft, cool taste. Wow! Don't let the Surgeon General taste that, huh? <laughs> Get hooked right away. Carr laughed and sat back on the couch. Name's Thomas Magnum, uh, Dr. Magnum. I'm here for a conference. Great city! I am a doctor as well, said the man who had first spoken to him. More than a mere doctor, said his friend, the head of neurology.